Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. I tell you, uh, just between us girls, um, I... Uh, want to feel really super good about yourself is invite a Miss Nebraska on your podcast because she is on point on Zoom video. And, and we can't see you, Megan, just so you I know. I can see her over here. You just, can't yeah. wait. Nick's going to I'm going yeah. around the corner just to see her. Yes, she is on point. Knows how to set up she for Zoom. always I is. mean, she's like, it's like, do you have a set designer there? Like, and lighting people? <laughs> And I'm sorry, I can hardly hear you guys now. You guys are a little bit quiet, so I don't know if you guys can turn yourselves up on your end. Are we quiet, Pat? I don't know. I'm, I can hear everybody fine, perfectly fine, so okay. I don't know what the deal see is. What, see what you can figure out um, so she can hear us. I don't know. How about, is that we were better? Fine. Were we fine getting, when we were getting ready? Yes, now you're good. Okay, oh, good. Okay. Perfect. I perfect. pushed the get louder button, so we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call the engineer. That That's right. Pat, so I never need that button. The get louder button, bottom left. <laughs> You know, I was going to ask real quick in the open played, is this still season two? Yes. Isn't it actually season three? Mm-mm. We oh. haven't flipped the switch yet. At least I wasn't told. Do you know when to flip the no. switch? No. When oh. we hit 365, we're on 290. So, if, so well, I, we did. This you is know what? This, this is season, a whole, we can offline on this. Okay. Because I don't know. Forever. <laughs> season two forever. Season two forever. Yeah, that's my is, stance. That'll, that'll be season two forever. Season two, season two yeah. forever. Um, and it's in right before we went on, Megan, we were talking about whatever. I don't even know what you're talking. Maybe you can't hear us because you don't have your stupid headphones on because we were just talking about you have your headphones on for so long. It hurts your head. Yes. Okay. Listeners, we need you to weigh in on this. So (laughs) when I wear my studio headphones and I'm, I'm mixing for either music or my podcast or whatever, I get a solid like 45 minutes in and then it feels like someone just punched me in the ears. So (laughs) we need to know if you feel the same way. Um, it's, it it deserves your attention and we need to know now. So it gets sticky and sweaty in this day and age. I mean, everybody practically either has headphones or ear pods, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Everybody, regard. It wasn't just a matter of uh, desire; it was necessity because you about had mm-hmm. to. And so, I'm sure people have been. But even going- AirPods, I wore. I've, I've just got AirPods. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I don't know what two months ago, and now my I always put keep it in my right ear, and if I keep it in there like meetings all day, it gets yeah. like itchy inside, and I pull it out. <laughs> and when I, I don't know if you, I've ever been on a meeting oh, with me, God. and I've pull, I, I'll pull out my AirPod occasionally, and like itchy inside of my ear with my pinky but when i pull it out i get that shiver that starts at the, your butt your belly and like that because it like tickles i don't know but i do get, not know what you're talking it's, about it's attached, to, it's, it's attached to your belly it button, is still right? attached to my button so yeah sweaty headphones situation that's a real situation it's a thing yeah, it's it a thing and uh yeah anyways so glad that that's what we're talking about because it's so important <laughs> so so the actually the reason why you're on is just because we missed you um, it's been a long time since we've been able to last time we had you on was when we were all, everybody was in like quarantine, like legit quarantine with you were at your house. Yeah. I was in my basement and you were in your house. Hardcore. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And uh, definitely a lot has happened since then. I feel like as the world slowed down now, it's kind of been like a boomerang, if you will. And now mm-hmm. we're kind of half in, 
and oh. still in COVID, but things are also moving forward. Right. And I don't know about y'all. I'm just super glad to be in the Midwest and mm-hmm. hopefully things are on the up and up so we can get back to whatever the heck normal looks like in the future. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think for a lot of people, normal might it end up looking different, but I hope it is what you want mm-hmm. and not what you get. Because I know some people want to leave some things that they used to do in the past. Um, mm-hmm. They like the way some things have evolved. Um, but then again, there are the other things just like hanging out with your friends and your family and not feeling anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. If I can get really nerdy for a second, um, sure. which people are not going to be expecting from a pageant queen, but we're smart, okay? <laughs> so um, what I think has actually been really cool is how major industries that are kind of the pinnacles of society, you know, church, government, education, healthcare, insurance, things like that, uh, have been forced to speed up. And kind of an interesting thought that I have been ruminating mm-hmm. on for the past year has been to think about how long it would have taken if ever for those industries to speed up really to where technology is now and where the speed of communication. My dad's in insurance and we were talking about how um, he's actually really grateful in a lot of ways because the way that they had to digitize policies and and different things like that that have just made the process so much quicker has actually been something that they can tip their hat to COVID for. For So even though there's been a lot of bad things, um, things like that make me kind of excited. Oh, don't Mm -hmm. you wonder too, it's like you you realize before we were kind of at their mercy and it was, we had to go at their pace, Um, everything. And now anything that anything that goes on in commerce, no matter what the industry, they had to switch the way they did things mm-hmm. in order to make it more convenient. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For their clients. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and some of that stuff's not going to get left in the dust. It never would have gotten there either. Like with schools too. You, yeah. The kid, kid is sick. There's no, no, you don't have to take a sick day anymore. You can just get on via Zoom. Or a snow yeah. day. Snow or day. a snow day, right. Like that never, ever would have happened. Or working from home because something comes up. Well, you got to take PTO. You don't have PTO while well, you're screwed. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. And that wouldn't have happened. You're 100% right without wow. COVID. Yeah. Wow. That's super interesting to think about. I never thought about that with snow days. Obviously, I've been out of school for a while. I just turned 28 yesterday, so I'm old now. Happy birthday. And, uh, oh, happy <laughs> birthday. Thank nice. you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't even think about that with, with school, how that would drastically actually be mm-hmm. helpful where people could still communicate and then you don't have to go extra school days. Another thing that I tip my hat to COVID for is um, the amount of eliminating degrees of separation between you and influential people. Mm-hmm. I have just kind of was daring and just decided to be my own guinea pig last year and see how many interesting people I could have on my podcast that I thought were way out of my league. And honestly, was so pleasantly surprised that I'd say like 90% of them were like, yeah, got nothing to do. Like would love to yeah. what wow. house next week, you know, and, and the connections that have cyclically come from that mm-hmm. now to kind of trickle down into my company and just friendships and stuff too. Like I stayed at one of my heroes of like 10 years, like a couple weeks ago, I was at their house in Florida and they're like, yeah, you can just stay at our house. And I'm like, yeah, this is normal. So it is crazy. We were all, we were all separated, but we all kind of in different ways drew closer as like a society, even though we're all in our basement. It's kind of weird. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think people got more intentional as they kind of had to be. And Mm -hmm. I think it'd, it'd be a really interesting study. You know, the census is about to come out for 2020 or whatever. And I think it'd be also very interesting to ask people 
how they feel like they found their people and maybe uh, disassociated themselves with the necessity to please everybody and uh, yeah. care what everybody thinks because you were forced to be extremely intentional with the people that were going to give you life because a lot of us really needed that encouragement and needed that like, hey, tell me it's going to be okay. Tell me that I I'm good, you know, that my family's going to be okay and that affirmation. Um, yeah. So that's been, yeah. you know, people have been asking me all day today like, oh, what's the, you know, what's the thing that you feel like you've grown in the most in year 27 and all that kind of stuff. And that was something really huge for me is I, I really felt like I leveled up the standard of who I wanted to surround myself with. And I also became okay with not allowing um, everybody's opinion to matter to me. Like, that's mm -hmm. cool. If, you, if, well, you, if I'm not your cup of tea, then and I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> green tea and you like black tea, like, cool, I can appreciate the fact that you like black tea, but I'm going to keep being green tea. And that's perfectly okay. That's, that's probably one of the biggest things right there. I've heard that sentiment over and over is that it's mm. okay if you don't want to follow me if you don't want to listen to me you don't want to I, i'm fine that's that mm -hmm. no nothing personal that's all cool yeah. and the other thing is when you're talking about staying at the home of someone you 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 know basically worshipped that was a, a model for you <laughs> um yeah. but but you a lot of people were kind of demystified during yes. this period because all of a sudden the the covers get pulled back mm -hmm. and you can see where they're sitting in their kitchen yeah. doing their show or there's, right. you know what I mean? It's or like Jerry O'Connell in his bathtub <laughs> on zooms. Yeah. All of a sudden, all these people are just like us. Yeah. Yeah. I connected. I with, love it. Yeah. I connected with Megan like six weeks ago. And one thing she said to me was a, a magnet works because there's both a positive and a negative that, that it's mm -hmm. impossible for you to attract everyone. And, and you have to like have yeah. those polarizing factors about yourself. And Megan, after you said, after you said that, I've thought about that, like, very, very frequently over the, uh -huh. over the past few months. Yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes. No, yes. one it's point. True. Because yeah. yeah, good or bad push, push or pull. They're both necessary. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so Megan, I, because I know you, I know that you're connecting with all these influential people over, over direct messages, probably on Instagram. What is your like Instagram DM one Oh one? How, how do you go about DMing people? Yeah, I'm such a freak about this. So actually, this is how I built my entire first company. And I really just love, I love organic marketing because I love connection. I love humans. I just, I really, really love people. And hopefully if there's one thing that you know about myself is that I really, really genuinely just like love people's stories. And so with that, I take that intentionality, which has to come from an authentic place. So I think to answer your question, Nick, like step one is if you're not a person who genuinely cares about others, don't try and do this. It's going to come off as really spammy and weird because <laughs> I think with everything that's happened with digitizing the world, people also can sniff inauthenticity really, like they hate it. Real they hate fast. it. It's, right. it's just like, no, thanks. Literally don't have time for that and don't want it. Mm -hmm. So work on yourself to get to that place of caring more about like I population one. And then that goes a long way. And then number two, I honestly will just, I'll, I'll look through their profile and genuinely, and generally it's something that like, I really admire what they do, who they are, the kind of content they post, or it could be something as simple as like they traveled somewhere cool, or I really like their outfit, or they look like they have a super healthy marriage. And I have a question about that. Right. So I usually pinpoint my point of genuine intrigue or find a, a compliment that I can engage with them on. And then I ask a question from there. So, uh, Good for idea. example, in my, in my pageant coaching business, when I'm looking for clients, I could say, Hey girl, like absolutely loved your outfit. Um, just want to let you know, uh, how's it, how's your week going? You know, something like that. And that'd be more so for somebody that doesn't have like a ton of followers, whatever. Um, but if it's somebody in an industry that I greatly respect, like for example, um, 
I interview, I've interviewed some of my favorite pastors in the world. And I think we talked about in our other podcast, yes. Nick, yeah. uh, the TikTok influencer. And I, I genuinely just reached out to him and was like, bro, like absolutely love what you're doing. I think it's so cool how much free value you're giving. I'd love to interview on my podcast. And I think one of the great things about having a podcast is that A, everybody wants their voice for free out there. And B, if you can um, genuinely provide them with a, with a free resource as well as kind of complimenting them uh, authentically in what they do, you're not just asking, you're also giving. And so point number two, like making sure that you have something to give them, I think is really important. And, um, and knowing your market enough, knowing the person that you're reaching out to that you would know what they would even care to want. Um, you're not offering them something that would make no sense to them. That's just a waste of their time. That's a really great way to position yourself from the beginning. I would say, if that makes sense. Great tips. Yeah. Yeah, Cause we've all slid into somebody's DMS for like professional purposes and you, you always want to have that opening line so they don't because usually it's in like the requested messages mm-hmm. it's not in the main mm-hmm. general one so you gotta yeah. have that opening line that really grabs them and they know for one it's not spam and that you're not a creep so that's great to, <laughs> yeah. to show some in, mm-hmm. genuine interest in that opening line yeah absolutely how speaking of business how is business yeah. going how's the pageant world rebounding it's good it's, it's great. Um, you know, pageants are back in full swing. A lot of my clients are competing here in January. Um, the Miss America system took a whole year off. And so they're kind of like itching to get back out there. We're hosting our first live event in since a year and a half, um, in the end of May here in Omaha, which I'm so excited about and, um, going to be about 50 women flying in from all over the place. And so we're in high planning mode for that right now. And I'm just so excited. So I've recently hired three people, um, since we last talked, took on three more business partners and they're all flying in for the mastermind as well. Um, so yeah, I think I just, I'm excited that I, it's this, this life, this past six months has really challenged me as a leader and, um, I felt myself growing into a, a different role and a different capacity, which I love because then I get to develop the leadership in people more than hanging out in the details, which, you know, I did for five years and I so appreciate, but to know that I'm finally graduating to a different level and not having to do things that I hate as much is really fun and learning how to delegate, which is like, so a process. And now I think all the time, I'm like, if I were to recreate my company, which I am kind of now in, in a similar type of online business, but in a different niche, a different industry, um, I'm like, we can do this in like half a year now. It took me five years and now we can go so much faster, which is really cool. Now that I get to help other people with their dreams and their niche, um, in a much faster way, which just brings me a lot of joy. Megan, I got a question for you too. And you talk about the last six months being, challenging for you. So, mm-hmm. um, you're Miss Nebraska, went to Miss America and didn't win Miss America. Um, but you looked awesome. You did fantastic. How does that, and especially when you're, she repped as well. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. but then you come out of that and you're in a leadership role with your students and stuff. How did, first of all, how did that affect you personally? Um, mm-hmm. but you have pretty, you know, you have a good head on your shoulders. So going into it, you probably were going to be okay, but uh, talk about us. Uh, honestly, how did that affect you? Yeah. Okay. So I do not mean to correct you, but I competed at Miss USA. That's I competed I at Miss America six years ago. But just in case pageant people are watching, they're going to be like, oh my gosh. I'm going to, I'm going to edit this in so I look smart. Different. <laughs> you, went, so you went to no, Miss USA. Sorry. It's just because of the pageant people, you know, they would, they would eat me alive. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, to be completely honest, uh, I'll share some things with you offline too. <laughs> of why it was kind of difficult season. But um, just a lot going on, you know, prepping for trying to be an influencer in a world where 
it's not the cutest thing in the world to show all of your struggles. Like I had to prep to be on national TV in a swimsuit while we were locked in our apartments and mm-hmm. couldn't leave for literally three mm-hmm. months. You know, I experienced my, my birthday was so significant even yesterday because I remember last year it was like two weeks into COVID. And I remember saying out of my mouth, like, huh, this will be over in a couple of weeks. This is so stupid. Like, why do I have to isolate? This is so dumb. And just to think of like, I think all of us, I mean, I'm a young person, so like, I don't have the perspective of people, my senior, but I really feel like, um, if we, if we, we took the opportunity, so so many of us could have really grown like five years in a year. And so I think there's just like a, a humility that I, I feel has come on my shoulders of like, wow, I, I really don't know anything and life can change in a moment. And I want to hug the people close to me that really matter. And I want to hold fast to my faith and the things that are really important to me, because those are the things that are constant so that no matter the obstacle or the circumstance that can quite literally hit you in the face repeatedly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, you can be okay. And so, yeah, I I didn't win Miss USA. Um, you know, you, you can have opinions about national organizations. They're rigged, they're political, they're not They're whatever, but you know, I got to come home to a, a thriving, incredible business. Uh, really, you guys, if I'm being completely honest, like I, I, upon some reflection, I wanted to be Miss Nebraska USA. I don't think I wanted to be Miss USA. I don't really like being controlled. I like being the boss of things. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. to think about having to be a national public figure in a world of cancel culture and in a world where mm-hmm. you have to, like you get one chance to say the right thing and it's the right thing in the media's opinion. It's not even your opinion. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think that, I don't think that the good Lord <laughs> would have yeah. wanted me in that position because <laughs> no. yeah. I uh, am pretty bold. So, so I think, it, you know, everything happens for a reason and uh, we have a wonderful Miss USA. I had a great time. I had, I got honestly wonderful friendships from it. I'm a bridesmaid in like three people's wedding coming up already <laughs> from it. And uh, it was a tough week coming back because, you know, you realize you haven't accomplished this dream. I made some other lifestyle changes, got out of a relationship, um, left a different community that I was really uh, big and in, in a part of and really pressed the reset button on my life. Um, like I, what, I, what you know, I'm interested in real was, quick before you move on to something else is that are, yeah. were you interested like when somebody's like you put all your life in or well a good portion of your life into something like that and then it doesn't mm-hmm. happen when you come back does it are you disappointed because of what you didn't accomplish or because you, you feel like you let people down around you or how did what where mm-hmm. did the disappointment come from great question um I think a little all the above <laughs> like this is my second national pageant right so I did know a lot of like how I would feel. I'm a very intuitive person. So like I'm constantly coaching myself in my own mind um, and I'm really competitive, but like, I think I was able to step back and let go because I knew that like, if it were based off merit, I was like, dude, I had a killer interview. I recorded it on purpose just in case anybody ever gave me crap for it. And, (laughs) and I was like, well go watch it. Cause I nailed it, you know, and things like that. And I, I knew like, I was really proud of what I did. Like I put it all out there and, and I was proud that, um, you know, I, I could have dedicated my whole life to being the skinniest and the, the this is and all these different things. But I was like, I care more about like my girls and they were competing at the time too. So to be completely honest with y'all, I took like two weeks to actually prep for Miss USA myself, or I wasn't taking coaching clients mm-hmm. 40 hours a day or a week. And like, I had just come out with an online course two weeks before, like those were my priorities. Right. <laughs> and I was like, cause well, if I, I am Miss USA, mm-hmm. my business has got to be taken care of. So I think like to answer your question, I was disappointed, but also like, 
I was able to be like, I had, I had a plan B, if you will, that I was really excited about. And actually what was really cool is I had several girls in my class reach out to me afterward because I continued to reach my fitness goals. I continued to grow my company after that. And my company actually skyrocketed after that because I wasn't putting my identity in winning the pageant and many of them were. And so it was really cool. They reached out to me and they're like, you seem fine. Like you are thriving and I'm hurting. And how did you do that? And so for me, I feel like that was even more of a purpose for me. That means so much more to me than winning a pageant because I had the opportunity to be Megan, which is the coach, the teacher, the friend, the helper. Um, and that really mitigated that disappointment because I, I wasn't just leaving empty. I was just leaving with something else, but my heart was still full and my purpose was still full. You honestly, I think in the situation that you're in, you almost gain more insight the way it ended than yeah. if you had won. Um, because you, you know, in, intuitively, you understand what your girls are going through. Mm-hmm. If you had won every pageant you've ever entered, mm-hmm. you would not have the insight mm-hmm. to take them, to lift them up out of that, that dis, you know, dis, despair to yeah. a point or disappointment to say, nope, been there. Because they'd be like, get well, up, you don't know what you're talking off. about. Yeah, it, it mm-hmm. would have been, and you wouldn't, you know, it would have been, it would not have been genuine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I won what mattered. Like, you, I, you, I'm so obsessive about Nebraska. Yes. It's ridiculous. And, <laughs> like, I don't care. I, I, one of my favorite pastimes is like traveling. And the first question you get is like, what's special about Nebraska? And I'm yeah. like, do you have 15 minutes? You yeah, know? Right. And I, I love bragging about our state and our people and, and all that stuff. And I just feel like I'm supposed to be here right now. So um, yeah. no place I'd rather be. That's, that's the other thing to it as well, is that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it, it, it may not have been the way you envisioned it on the other side, mm-hmm. but now that you're here, it's going to serve you well. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's and you, awesome. you, you choose to learn things from every yeah. circumstance. And I mean, business and all these different things, the relationships I've built, the relationships I'm in now, like, and that I have now are just next level. And that is just so much fun. It's awesome. That's how, great. How long is the reign of, of Miss Nebraska? Are, are, are you still Miss Nebraska, Megan? She's or? always, yeah. she will always be 2020 <laughs> Miss Nebraska. Okay. But it's always. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I am still the current Miss Nebraska USA. And I, I was supposed to give up my title February 28th. And then the pageant got extended because of a venue conflict. But now Miss Nebraska USA is May 16th here in Omaha at the Rose Theater. So um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be super fun. I will pass on to the next girl that wins. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're decrowned. It's just the new girl is the present one who will then compete Miss USA. Right. So it's usually a year to answer your question, okay, but cool. um, I will be the longest reigning Miss Nebraska USA ever. And my sister, who's the current Miss Nebraska and went to Miss America mm-hmm. will be the longest reigning Miss Nebraska ever. So, you know, we just like, we're, we're competitive. Just, we just saying, like yeah. just saying, yeah. we're just going to put that in the record books. Swanson girls. <laughs> Which love, so we had no control over, right? right? Zero yeah. Control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We own the stat. <laughs> That's awesome. That is fantastic. You know, All it's right. kind of ironic at the beginning of our podcast, we talked yeah. about how close to the age of 40 you are being 28. Yeah. I mean, you're only 12 short years away from being 40. Can you believe that? Yesterday on our podcast, we went through a part of a list of things you're supposed to stop to stop doing after the age of 40. Jill and I I are just barely over that. Or it's, it's actually not the things you're supposed to stop doing. It's things that people who are over 40 need to stop doing. Mm, oh. Right, it's things okay. that they do that we should stop doing. That now. they, yeah, that okay. we need to stop doing. So prep for twelve years from now. So, <laughs> so one we covered yesterday that yeah. I want Megan's opinion on is yes. diamond rings 
are those still Megan? Do you do you like do you can do you think diamond rings will continue to like still be a thing in the next next they're, generation? They're saying right now that it's losing value. That it's not a, it's not of as much interest to the younger generations. Hmm. I, I mean, I get it. Um, I'm personally definitely a diamond ring kind of gal. What's very interesting about that world is that things have the value that you place on them. Like it's the same thing of like, um, one of my friends has a really good buddy who just started out a, a baseball card memorabilia place like during COVID. And it literally like netted like over $10 million in its good first Lord. year or something Dang. crazy. And wow. you think about all the mom and pop shops that are dying and that are not cool. And that, like mm-hmm. don't make it that could have the most valuable cards ever on the inside. Yeah. And so it's, it's all about marketing and about like social proof and social currency is such a unique concept. So anyways, that's my nerdy comment on that, but <laughs> I personally love diamond rings. Um, my sister just got married and I helped her pick out her ring and I love the process. I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's just my personality more. I, I don't understand mm-hmm. Gen Z like as a generation in general. So maybe they're the ones leading the charge <laughs> of like, this is weird, but I personally well, haven't heard that it's going anywhere. I'm yeah. going to be having a diamond ring whenever that happens. So. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Am I old because of that? Well, I was going to say, if you're, if you're planning it right, and they are losing value, but you still want it, that you could get a heck of a deal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that fat rock, um, fat rock on my finger. Well, I got big hands, so. Because right? yeah. <laughs> that, well, honestly, because we, we kind of compared it to a car. When you walk out of the store, you lose like half the value. You're never going to get that money back, mm-hmm. which I never understood not buying a used yeah. or secondhand rings. It's not mm-hmm. like they wear out. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they have bad. They have, might have some bad juju on them though. Like if you go, if you go <laughs> you to could if get like them if, smudged, couldn't you? True. No, you could. yeah. yeah, like you buy them at like the pawn shop. You're like, what's yeah. the story behind X Y Z? Yeah, know? true. Yeah. It's like buying a, a house that's haunted or something. Right, right. You never you know. Can, you can deal with yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's doable. It's doable. That's All right. My, so oh. yeah, no. Go ahead. That's my grandma's Holocaust ring. I didn't know they gave out rings. Right. Oh, Holocaust. Right. Yeah, from the Hangover. From the yeah. Hangover. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. geez, that's yes. a good reference. What is my next goodness, on the list? Jill. So just to give you an idea, of some things that we already covered mm-hmm. was fine china or dishes, um, and another one that catalogs, briefcase, and writing checks. Now here's some new ones. How about New Balance tennis shoes? They're, oh, they're bad. I just ordered some. I just got, I'm getting I some I have tomorrow. them on right now. <laughs> I have bad. a pair. I have a pair. You know, so I just started watching Friends for the first time in my life. That's on my list too. What? I'm, I actually really like it. And I was one of those people who went into it like, I'm going to hate this. Like, <laughs> I'm not, everyone else likes it and I think it's stupid. But um, I'm hooked and I love it. So yeah. cool. But what I love is I'm, I'm, I'm a 90s kid. So like I so nostalgic about like the home phone and like having to call people on the answering machine and, and just simple things that I feel like the world isn't like that anymore. Like the fact that they went to the coffee shop every day and just like hung their coat up in the middle of New York and like expected no one to steal it. And just the little homey things mm-hmm. that I miss about society um, and having to be intentional with relationships. But uh, to this most, to this pertinent point, I loved the fashion of the nineties and like the monochrome outfits and all these different mm-hmm. things. Didn't love the eyebrows. They, that needs to die forever. But um, I feel like to your new balance point, a lot of that kind of stuff is coming back in style with like the tennis shoes and they say the mom jeans and I'm all about right? it. So I like that. I love yeah, 90s high-waisted style. High-waisted jeans is also on the list. Yeah. High-waisted jeans are saying it because they came back for a Yes. Well, they're trying to, they're, they're, they're trying. saying that low rise jeans yeah. and 
are coming back in and I'm like, no, never not, not going to happen. Absolutely no. not. Oh, it's I'm just, all uh, about the good low rise because oh your belly sits right over the top of it. <laughs> COVID did me dirty, <laughs> Megan. COVID did me dirty, yo. Yeah. I got to need the low rise. I don't know if boys are supposed to have low rise, Pat. Well, it, it, <laughs> I feel pretty in them. I feel, I feel, yeah. feel very comfortable. Yeah. As long as you Pat feel feels, pretty, Pat. Yeah. Thanks. As long as you feel pretty. Thanks, buddy. That's, That's empowered. empowered. Oh, God. That's empowered. Right, this is one that, that just kind of hurts me is cursive writing. I'm glad that's going away. That needs to just die. I know. This has been a, this has been a movement for the last few years, mm-hmm. and some schools quit teaching it. And I'm like, okay, one of these days we're going to have a generation of kids that aren't going to be able to read the Declaration. I'm just Seriously. telling you right now. You just Google it. <laughs> yeah. It's in text. Yeah. Don't even get me started. God. <laughs> so do they teach them how to sign their name, though? Mm, you don't even they, have to do Have you ever noticed, like, when you e-sign something, it gives you different fonts, mm-hmm. and, like, three of them are printed? Yeah. <laughs> they're not cursive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think they do because neither of my kids, they, they can, like, it's a struggle to watch, like, writing in cursive. And the, yeah. the signature, when Bennett was signing yeah. one of his checks for the first time, he, he's like, what, what, uh, what? And he's just, yeah. Interesting. So he printed. I, th- I just find that. Oh. Yeah, that was like the first thing I did in the third grade was right? yeah. figure out my signature, and it's mm-hmm. been the same ever since. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I only write in cursive. Yeah, but what like, is it? But like, the, does it matter anymore? At the store, they don't even care. Like, you just put it like swipe. You don't even need a signature you don't anymore. Need to sign yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yep. almost to that point. Isn't yep. it? Yeah. Wow. So, yep. Yeah. Let's yeah. let that one go. All right, we'll let that one go. Um, then we're going to email. Email in general needs to go away because email mm. basically is used for business. Yeah, I'm with that. Personal emails. Oh, I'd rather. Text. DM or text, yeah. DMs. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. too. Yeah. I hate email. I hate everything about it, but yeah. it's necessary. Yeah. So yeah. until somebody wants to invent something new, um, it's a necessary evil in my life. Do you have that life. burner email address that you sign up to like Bath and Body Works and Target and whatever? Mm-hmm. Okay. That one's Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you bet. Hotmail. Hotmail <laughs> at yahoo.com. So. Yeah, it's, it's always like honeybear93 <laughs> at com. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. so mine is read underscore book at hotmail.com. Yeah. Because at the time I was a reader, it was like, they're like, oh, what should you do? It was like read underscore book. So if you want to hit me otherwise, up. Otherwise known as want, punch me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's a tough burner email because if I type it in the store, they're like, no, it's a burner. Right. Of course uh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, two more. We'll give you two more. Maybe three. Let's see here. How about, um, oh, for guys, cargo shorts and tucked in shirt. Oh, no. That's got to go for sure. Yeah. <laughs> tucked in I think shirts that's are gone. just out, right? Megan, yeah. what do you think about that? Cargo I'm shirt. just not a huge cargo shorts fan. Like, I, I'm, I'm just saying, if you showed up in that on a date, I don't think there'd be a second one. I need to have okay. a fanny yeah. pack, just saying. Yeah. Fanny packs, Okay, though. that's a whole different thing right? that Gen Zers are trying to make, like, a man fanny pack purse crossover thing happen. My friend's husband has one, and he legit doesn't even put anything in it. Like, it's the size of your phone, and he's like, no, I just wear it. I'm like, what? What? You didn't put anything in it. It's, so it's like a thing. Unique. It's a thing. Right? So That's crazy. All right, let's go with buffets. Oh, I miss a buffet. I with love COVID, though. I don't care. Really? <laughs> I don't care. I just I love care. me a good buffet. I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah. I, don't. I would go gloves off the pizza machine right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, um, post In a post-COVID world, uh, Valentine, uh, Valentino's oh, buffet, I yeah. would go ham. Oh, yeah. Dessert pizza. Dessert. Oh, yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. That sounds awesome. Uh, bar yeah. soap. We have some in the... In the I am 100% bar soap. I, I am 100%. I like bar soap. I am. 
I've never yeah. Yeah. like I think it washes better. I, I feel did. like it really, really gets the stink I'm like, off. I'm like, so. yo, I've really redubbed. gets the stink off. That's the name of today's podcast, too, by the way. <laughs> it, it really, really gets, gets the stink, stink off. With Miss Nebraska yeah. USA. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that to me. Yeah, <laughs> I promise I won't. Uh. But yeah, the bar soap. And then, Pat, you want to talk about your most recent trip to the mall? What store you went to? <clears throat> Do Bath malls still body? exist? Yeah, we, that's, right? that's what we talked yeah. about last episode, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just mm. went with my wife, Bath and Body, had buy buy one, get one free, whatever. So so that's why we went. That's the last time I went to the mall in, like, the last two years. It was liquid. Was for mm. that. Was it you know what? Was okay, yeah. side comment. Yeah. I was just talking with a friend about this the other day, and we were like, you know what? You know, re- retail's going out of business. A lot of them are. But when people feel comfortable going out and about again, you know, COVID's over, whatever. I also had a thought that maybe malls would actually have like a surge again because people just want to be out and about and just want something to do. And like, we have not seen humans in so long that maybe like going to the mall and people watching will be a thing again. Or like, you know, when I was in high school and it was cool just to go hang out and like peruse around Hollister, even though their prices were like $8 million. <laughs> the best thing was to watch the mall walkers, walkers of like the 50 year old yes. ladies who brought like ankle weights and were getting down yes. with it. And they're just like on a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that might happen again. You never yeah. know. That's, you're right. Cause we are kind of starved just for not just seeing, just communicating with our friends outside yeah. of zoom, yeah. but seeing other yeah. people. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Good Absolutely. call. All right. So one more, we're going to throw in here that uh, if you're 40 years old, you need to stop doing this sweepstakes. Oh, I don't do that anyway. Did you ever do like the mm-hmm. on the back of a yogurt thing? Like, oh, or like what was the, the Publishers Clearinghouse? Yeah, never. Oh. Did. Um, My mom like, loves a good Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> totally out and mom. Dude. Yeah. Do you, do you know anyone who's ever won a sweepstakes? I uh, no, no, no. Um, I ran a giveaway with about thirty other influencers. And like six months ago, and my best friend actually won out of everybody and won like 500 bucks. So oh, that's yeah. pretty, that's legit. See, I would love yeah. to, I want to meet the person who's won Publishers Clearinghouse because it's like $5,000 right? a week for life. Hey, use know? my DM strategy and maybe you can get them on the podcast. Let's try that. Right? That's, I love that. We'll see how it works. Yes, let's okay. See if it works. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. So okay. good enough. Well, girl, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Yes. Thanks for having me. Literally, it's always just like, oh, I feel like we just went to coffee and now I'm going to go out about my day and it's all, I feel better. It's great. Yeah. yeah same here. We do. We miss your, miss your energy and miss seeing you in person. Um, hopefully we'll be able to do that again soon. Yes. Next time. Absolutely. Plan on it. All right, Megan. Okay. We, we love you. We'll talk <laughs> yeah. to you later. See you, Megan. <laughs> See you Bye. later. Bye. You guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, 402-403-9478. Or be nice and compliment us and slide us into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Do what Megan said to Yeah, right. Thanks for listening to our show. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.